Many have tried, many have failed, and she is one of them. It's Fitless with Bianca Brady. We're back. Oh, are we on? <laughs> We're on. We're live? We're live. Just like that. It's another episode of Fitless. I've lost count at this point because we're doing so many week after week after week. Mm-hmm. And today's no exception. Um, so we're recording this on Thursday, November 3rd. But it's not going to be released until next Wednesday, whereby we will have a new president. Oh, man. Of the United States. True. So um, we're still just in that period of not knowing. (laughs) And freaking out. And freaking out a little bit. But, you know, just so you guys know, you know, we're not just ignoring that news because (laughs) we're idiots or whatever. Oh, right, right. Um, So that's a disclaimer. (laughs) (laughs) But um, it's not important. What's important is that I introduce my guest for this episode. I'm so excited to have her. She's one of the most accomplished fitness people (laughs) I've ever met in my life. And she's just so cool. I can't even believe that she's my friend. And her name is Jen Ziegler. Whoa. Welcome. Thank you, Bianca. That's an amazing intro and I do not feel worthy. Well, as you might imagine. Come on. No, you come on. But thanks. Anyways, I can't believe you're my friend. Uh, that was this podcast. It really is amazing. I love you. That How much love is in this room? <laughs> um, so yeah, we're here. We, we did our exercise question mark. <laughs> in, I think we got some exercise in there. Yeah. Ultimately. This morning. And then we broke for a few hours and had to do other things. And yeah. now we're reconvening to record. But before we talk about Gotham Archery Club, which is where we went and did archery class, mm-hmm. Jen, tell the listeners, what's your fitness lifestyle? What's your journey? What's your truth? Well, my <laughs> journey Let's see. I grew up in the country, so it was like you you were forced to leave the house and go out and play. And that was like running around. I was never like a go read in the crook of a tree kind of kid, unfortunately. I wish I were that kind of kid. I was. I know. (laughs) See what I'm saying? That's a cool kind of kid to have been. I was like, let's play kickball or whatever. So I was always playing games. And I continued to play games throughout high school And then, but I think I was just like moderately into it because in this small town, it was like, you're either into drugs or sports. And those were kind of your options. Upstate New York, shout out (laughs) to my hometown. Um, And I think things got, I got like seriously into exercise when I was part of what I'm not sure may or may not have been like a cult of karate. Did I ever tell you about this? No. That's right. Well, actually now I'm having a memory of you doing for oh, me one totally. of your, what is it called? The kata. A kata. <laughs> yes, the karate forms. I remember that now too. And it's me just laughing and clapping <laughs> and loving it and making you do it again and, and me again. being ferocious and fierce and kiaying like a fool. Yeah, well, it turns out, I think that that place, everybody I tell the story to is like, oh, you were part of a cult. And I never, I didn't know it at the time. 
So jury's out. I mean, maybe your listeners will have an opinion. But, uh, you know, shenanigans went on, if you know what I mean. I think you need to elaborate <laughs> for not just me, but for everyone listening. Well. What is a karate cult? I, I'm not going to name any names or states even, but it was out west somewhere. And maybe all the lady karate ladies were special friends with the headmaster karate dude. Does that make it a cult? I don't know. I don't know if that qualifies. (laughs) I'm not sure, but there was like a religious quality to it. You were like, you don't miss instructor's class because that's where shit gets real and it's super intense. And we would do like, we'd open with like 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, like all this crazy stuff. And then, yeah, you'd you'd be wasted tired. You were like, I was never more, point is, off of the cult story, unless you want to go back to it. But that's where I got like this idea of like, that's what exercise is. And that's why I was like, I don't know if anything short of that. Oh my God. Okay. Wait a sec. So you were living out West in a vague Western place. (laughs) (laughs) And how often did you go to karate every day? Probably like three or four days a week. Three or four days a week to a dojo. I don't think it was called that. It wasn't like, Pardon yeah. my ignorance, listener. No, no. It's, I think that's what they're usually called. This one was like a weird hybrid one where they did all kinds of different karates. <laughs> like, Okay. Yeah. And how old were you when you were involved? I was 24 uh, to 27. Hardcore. So three that's so years. so into it. Yes. And was it a belting system? There were belts. I had them. Yes? Yes. Black? Not me. No. No, you had to like almost kill yourself, I think, <laughs> or be killed. Like, or marry that guy. <laughs> not that he's like a non marrying, you might imagine. That's a whole other story <laughs> <laughs> for another podcast. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. It, so, three days maybe. a week of intense martial arts training for three years. Yeah. Where you just intense. Workout. Yeah. And then, yeah, on the off days. Conditioning. Mm-hmm. On the off days, we would, like, meet and run around the lake in the town or near the karate school or, like, you know, go do some crazy extreme sport or something. It was kind of nuts. So you had your karate dark, period. Dark past. Yeah. Like Picasso's blue period. <laughs> exactly. That's how I like to think about Jen's it. Jen's karate period. <laughs> Maybe not quite as productive um, or beautiful. Okay. So I like how- twitch when I see karate people now I'm like oh they're so spooky so how did you um get out of that I fled you did I I actually left the state (laughs) I'm sorry but you really need to tell the story on my podcast right now for real of fleeing the (laughs) come on what (laughs) I didn't know what else to do I mean it without I'm like, of course, maybe they won't listen to it, but this is going to be a huge podcast, so well, maybe they will listen to it. you're not implicating anyone. You're not slandering anyone. I'm just telling what happened, not guys. Not yet, anyway. The facts are the facts. Um, yeah, I will continue to try not to slander anyone. But yeah, no, it, it got intense because, as you can imagine, all these ladies kind of had feelings, proprietary feelings, toward the head dude. And so maybe in boxing class, I would get the shit beat out of me by the bigger, stronger ladies and it just got intense and you were like I yeah at a certain point I just realized I needed to go and so you ran to New York 
That was one of my returns to New York. Okay. Boy, this is going deeper than I expected to. I just brought it up to say that's where the intensity comes from. <laughs> that's why I was like, I'm not sure our workout today is going to be exercise. Well, I guess you agreed with me. Yeah. That. I mean, archery, mm, what we did, which was an introductory class. But, okay, I want to get back to the timeline. Mm. So you flee the karate scene. <laughs> that's right. And you ki your way back east. Hoo-yah. That's right. Hoo-yah. All the way. And then what, what are you doing? Ki in the car. I exercise timeline you know I think it kind of like I like dabbled in and out and then when I was in New York New York isn't real conducive to a great or it wasn't that time around it didn't make me do all the sports that I love to do um but then I moved to California through happenstance a couple years later and became got really back into rock climbing which I had used to do in this (laughs) unnamed western state (laughs) and uh and mountain biking and I worked for a biking company like they Bell and Giro. Mm-hmm. Shout out. I can name them because there's no bad news there. It's all good. Yeah. And that was just like at noon every day, there was like a road bike ride going out and a mountain bike ride. And you could just go crazy for like two or three hours and come back all bloody and muddy and go to a your conference call looking cool. like crazy. It was pretty amazing. And maybe I shouldn't have left. But uh, yeah. And then since then, moved back here and just kind of, yeah, then I got actually, then I got really into trail running. Trail running. That's right. Tell me about that. Well, you just run in the woods. So it's beautiful. It's like as painful as running, but you don't feel it because everything's totally gorgeous and amazing. And and that's why you uplifting. like it better than road running. road running. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, but nowadays I have a little bit of, well, I have a big injury for the last couple of years and I'm just like running here and there and doing some yoga. So you're... You're kinder to my body. You're an athlete. I mean... I guess so. You are. Yeah. Because not only do you do these things for your health and happiness, but you also do them as part of your life, you know, make them, fold them into the fabric of your, Mm -hmm. in the past, your social life. Yeah. And still a little bit, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I have a couple of friends I run with and it's so fun when that happens. But I actually, one or two New Year's ago, I was like... I resolve to exercise less this year because I feel like I get carried away. You can make it. I don't, I don't know if it's always healthy. I feel like I can be pretty rigid about it and that's no good. Yeah. What do you, what do you think is a good balance? That's a, that's a great question. Um, I don't know. I guess whatever feels good, right? For me, it's like if I work out maybe three or four days a week, I feel pretty good. Good enough. What do you think though? Because so many people, myself included, uh, I it's a real slog, you know, and just to have this sort of innate desire to move around that you've always had since you were a little kid. Mm-hmm. I was in the crook of a tree or just quietly, you know, braiding blades of grass by <laughs> myself <laughs> while you were playing kickball. I love that kid. Why do you think that that happens? You know, what what's in your brain that's not in mine well we can start with myers-briggs can't we i right? guess maybe I've i don't never know never meyer braked myself oh really i bet you're an i right introvert would you say you're introvert? yes okay i'm an e okay embarrassingly why it's cooler to be an i it's cooler to be a reader whatever it's <laughs> it's fine i love myself 
it's fine. <laughs> um, but I think it's just like I like the social aspect for one. And it's I think, too, there is an actual biological addiction. Like I need, I don't know if it's serotonin or what happens when you, or endorphins. I don't know, all of that. I think both, probably. Yeah, maybe. And uh, yeah, you just like feel great when you do it. And, but you're right, it is a slog. Like in the mornings when you, when I was training for ultramarathons, it's like you'd have to get up at six to go run in winter. Ultramarathons? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Oh, they're like, if it's longer than a marathon, I think. I think there's there's some controversy about what the definition is, but I think um, I've heard it's anything longer than a than a marathon. Some so say it's longer than 15 So what's the longest distance you've ever run? Uh, 50K. So it's like is... 31 miles, I think. Oh, brother. Yeah, I know. I can't imagine it right now, to be honest. I am, I'm not there. And you signed up for it. I did. I actually had, an, I had a boyfriend who was super, super crazy fit. I don't remember if I told you about him back in the day. But he got me into it. And then as dates, we would just go run a half marathon in the woods. <laughs> and... <laughs> I suddenly was fit, and I was like, well, I may as well do some ultramarathons. Yeah, that's pretty good. It was kind of a good benefit. So me and Jen, were we've been talking about since I started the podcast, what are we going to do? And the thing about Jen's exercise life and her preference is that she not really pay for anything <laughs> class-wise. Yeah, or in general. Which is... or. Or in general, maybe. <laughs> but it's kind of cool because, you know, there's this whole culture right now in New York and L.A., I think especially of boutique fitness classes, class pass. You know, you can't get the kind of body you want unless you go to Pure Bar or Striptease Aerobics or Whoa. God knows what else. My friend was telling me about a class she does where you do exercises on a vibrating plate Whoa. because that apparently like engages your muscles in a different way. Huh. But it's kind of, you know, on some level, maybe you're being duped and maybe all you need to do is go running in the woods for, you know. 31 miles and you'll be okay. So we were kind of going back and forth. What could we do? Should we just run? And Jen was saying, oh, well, I've always wanted to do archery, but does that count as exercise? Now, as you all know, this is a great segment of the podcast. Does this count as exercise? So this is kind of a whole episode mm -hmm. devoted to that concept. So we went today to Gotham Archery in Brooklyn, in New York. And Jen said, well, you know, we might as well run there to make it exercise. <laughs> and of course, I ate like all the wrong things last night. I woke up with a bellyache um, and I didn't have enough time to drink coffee like before we were leaving. So then I just had a cup of coffee when Jen showed up to my house with her exercise clothes on and I was wearing mine, but I was also very casually holding a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, why don't we just walk? Because I'm so lazy. But we but wound up running a little we bit. We ran a little bit. Maybe a little warm up. one mile. I like to think we did like a duathlon or a biathlon, you know, yes. like the winter Olympics, yes. those guys cross country ski and then shoot rifles. It's kind of what we That's did. That's what we did. I'll tell you, I'm damn tired as you know. Yeah. So we get there and 
we're early, obviously, um, and we're <laughs> in an intro class because you have to take this like safety training class before you can use the archery lanes. And the way the guy at the front desk explained it was that basically you take this intro class and then after that you just rent time to do archery. Um, so we learned the fundamentals. Now, everybody in that whole place was such a delight and the space was so cute. Mm -hmm. Jen, give me your first impressions. Awesome. Well, now I want to steal your first impression or your observation that it was, what did you call it? Like post-apocalyptic bunker <laughs> up <laughs> yeah. in the country. <laughs> but in, yeah, in like a not so distant future. Yeah, yeah. This is like cement floor, but then all these wooden accents with like yeah. a fireplace and a little bench area with guitars yeah. on the wall. Totally. Like I really hope we're on some mailing list now and we get invited to a Christmas party. Wouldn't that be fun? Get to shoot some... Blades. I don't know what you call arrows if you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. We didn't get that far yeah. in the lesson. Something to um, Google. So we were the only two people in our class, which was taught by Derek. Mm -hmm. But we had to sign in, and the front desk guy, whose name I forget, asked me if I was over 18. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of like a highlight or a low light, depending on how you want to look at it. I am over 18. Um, and then, yeah, we sat down for a minute and then Derek got us all suited up. We had a little arm guard and a quiver that attaches to your hip. And then we got the tutorial, right? Mm-hmm. So what did you think? It was, I loved it, as you know. Like before the lesson even started, you know, I was like, let's come back and let's, do this every week and let's buy bows and arrows and go to my parents' house and shoot them. And I was teasing Jen because she's very gung-ho about any new thing that she thinks she's going to like. She's like, we didn't even start yet. We didn't even pick up one piece of equipment. And she's like, do you think they have a membership? Do you think they have a Christmas party? Can we come back soon? Can we hang out here? Let's be instructors. Let's be instructors. Let's make this a thing. It's so, so fun, though. You could feel how fun it was going to be. I don't watching that guy who was there before us. Oh, I mean, yeah. Talk about like, him. Damn. I mean, I don't know. Focused? <laughs> That's the adjective that comes to mind. He was amazing. I mean, I couldn't really see if he was hitting the target every time, but it looked like he was hitting the, that tiny little piece of paper all that way away. Because they set us up for our the tutorial, you guys. If you go, and you should, it's pretty great. They set you up with like a, a board that's closer to you, maybe five meters away, I think it was. And uh, so you get to practice at, at close range. And it's so much fun. Like Bianca, you flinged the first arrow or shot it or whatever. And uh, the sound it made, you were just like, oh, man, I don't know. Yeah, it sounded, the real deal. it sounded really cool. And Bianca's arrows, by the way, guys, go straight in. <laughs> I wish we took a picture of those, actually, like yours versus mine, because mine were like, in every which way, like the tail was sticking in every imaginable direction. And Bianca's were all fium, 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 like lined up parallel. True. Accuracy. Yes. <laughs> You're one of those accuracy people. Well, I've been known to be pretty accurate, um, I guess. <laughs> in all ways. Uh, You're good at like shuffleboard and that? No, I mean, I don't really know. I think I tried to follow directions really well. You know, there are a lot of safety rules that you have to consider. 
And I was really adamant that we listen to every single one. There was no danger, really. But it feels a little bit dangerous. Like, you know, I can see why... I don't know. I mean, so last episode we did boxing. Now we're doing archery. These, like, more aggressive activities. Um, a violent sort of undercurrent. And it's kind of cool to feel like you're doing something and you could... Um, potentially injure a person or an animal i don't know because i mean there's one thing to using weapons for weaponry but Mm -hmm. for just being a marksman it's such a weird impulse to want to get this target It, it doesn't really make that much sense like why is that so important but in the moment when you're standing there with a bow and arrow, God, you just want to hit that bullseye so bad. Yeah, especially when there's a tote bag on the line. Yeah, I did win a tote bag <laughs> by losing a t-shirt. <laughs> that was so nice. It was really nice. Those those guys are so sweet. Yeah. And we got special treatment. We basically got a private lesson. We did get a private it lesson. It was amazing. And so what are some other impressions you had when once you started doing it? So you already planned, you know, your future life as an archery instructor and devotee. And then you picked up a bow. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And it felt so natural. Um, I don't know. I found myself fantasizing literally about buying a bow and being at my mom's house and shooting at trees. I want to do that. Was it different than you thought it was going to be, though, in practice? No. It was like what I thought times maybe 10 or 12. It was really fun. (laughs) It was so much fun. I don't even know why. Yeah, you're just shooting at a random target. And I there's no conceivable, like, um, real-world application for me for that skill. But it's just... You're a vegetarian, for crying out loud. Maybe. Just (laughs) read a book, you know, Bianca. (laughs) That may all be down the tubes. Bianca and I were talking about, yeah, my fervor. I read a book and then I change my life every couple of Yeah, months. it's so cool. Is it though? It is to mm. me because I'm such a skeptic. I think that's a good way to be. I don't know. I don't think it is. I love that you just dive into things. You know, karate, <laughs> ultra running, archery, vegetarianism, non-vegetarianism. Yeah. I think it's cool to have passion. Yeah. I think, I mean, I'm just like, why not try that out? Like, read what you can about it. See if it makes sense. Like this, yeah, just this non-vegetarian thing I'm reading. I'm like, okay, she makes good points. Right. And I'm considering them. But I I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a bunch of decades since I've eaten meat. So it would be a big plunge. Anyways. Anyways. Back to fitness. Yeah. So we shot our arrows a few rounds. um, And then we would... Bianca got a bullseye. I did get a bullseye. Like on her fourth arrow of her life. It felt really good. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I hung up my paper on the wall of my room. It's amazing. Like there's all the right concentric circles. And then the center one even has a plus sign, very faint, right in the center of it. And guess where the hole is? (laughs) (laughs) So I might be a natural. I think you are. Um, So we'll definitely have to go back. I would do that anytime. Um, Especially during happy hour. So I don't think it really counts as exercise. No. At all. But then why am I so tired? Is it because we well, ran? 
Also, you have to lift the bow with your non-dominant arm. And my left arm is a little sore because my left arm is notoriously weak. Uh-huh. And so just having to hold it up straight with the bow in it yeah. for even, you know, 40 minutes, it's already kind of sore. Yeah. So maybe you would get like, if you decided to devote your life to archery, you might get a little muscle tone in your arms yeah. and shoulders. Um, but I don't think you're really improving your overall health. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think it's great for like a meditation practice or like focus or concentration kind of thing. But yeah, I would couple it with something else like a jog to the... Uh, to the range. To the range. That's what it's called. Yeah. The range. Yeah. So we did that a few times. We practiced. Derek critiqued our form. Um you have a stance and then you prepare and then what was the a anchor anchor that was surprising i had kept screwing that one up you have to pull the string back to your face you have there's a very specific way he wants you to put your fingers on your face yeah like, like at the corner of your mouth like as if your index finger on your right hand was like a fish hook yeah. hooking into your own mouth yeah. on the side almost. And, right. And your thumb is under your chin. That took me a while to get that. And but I think too... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. I was going to say, um, there's something too about like... I like that it's like one of these sports where you have to be focused and super intense at the same time as extremely relaxed. Yes. Like your fingers. I remember him showing you like if you if your fingers pulling the string are too tense then it's going to curl it back toward you or something weird. Like everything has to be super loose and just very deliberate and pointed. And yeah. I think that's so such a fun thing to work toward Yeah. in terms of like, not, I wouldn't call it, a, I guess, is it a sport? I don't know what the difference it's is. It's in the Olympics. Oh, right. So we used the, the Olympic level bows mm-hmm. and they were so pretty. They and were so pretty. I mean, it was looking like, you know, Legolas from Lord of the Rings. It was looking like... Katniss Everdeen mm-hmm. and what's his name? Um, Robin Hood. <laughs> it was like a very historically accurate kind of yeah. bow, which yeah. is cool, I think, for sportsmen such as Jen and book readers alike because it's <laughs> it's kind of like a nerdy affect as a sport. I was likening it afterwards to a rock climbing or like a mountain biking kind of, you know, you just think of like the kind of guy who would be into archery if you were thinking about who do I want to have a crush on and what would he be into. Oh. To me, the archery guy is like a Pacific Northwest carpenter guy but he doesn't work on houses he only works on tree houses (laughs) like luxury tree houses and he's really into archery and rock climbing and all of his clothes are dark green do you know what i mean (laughs) this is the guy who's into archery yeah in my imagination yeah um he maybe listens to fish and dave matthews band it's kind of, but he would say, I like all music. You know what I mean? <laughs> he maybe owns a djembe drum. Oh, sure, sure. Do you know yeah. who I'm talking about? Is he a history buff? Definitely. Yeah. He's definitely a history buff. But like Irish history. Whoa. Do you know what I mean? 
I, th- I think I'm feeling you. I was thinking of the archery person as anyone who's seen, uh, not Game of Thrones. What's it called? Catching Fire. Hunger Games? Yeah, Hunger yeah. Games. Hunger Games. I can't get any of those names right. Thornbirds. <laughs> Thornbirds. Shout out to Derek Bishop. Um, um, but yeah, it's like a cool but nerdy thing. Yeah. It takes a lot of equipment. It does. I know it would feel hard to get super invested in it. Like, especially living in New York, where can you go? Like, it's not like you can go to the park and <laughs> with your bow, right? And shoot no, at trees. Definitely not. So I, yeah, and it's kind of a bummer. I find like I used to rock climb a lot and moving here, it's, it's such a pain to do it. And you don't want to just be in a gym indoors all the time. That doesn't seem so fun. And I kind of feel the same way, maybe about archery. Like it'd be, I'd like to do it there a few times and then be able to do it outside. Which is why I've just bought a bow on eBay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise next me. <laughs> um, yeah, it would be so fun to go upstate and do it. Yeah. At like a big hay bale with a target on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Just, you know, picnicking, arching. It's just a fun Shooting. activity. I mean, okay, so would you recommend it to a friend? Archery? For sure. No, what? I totally enjoyed it. What would you say? Like your friend comes to you, they're like, Jen, ugh, I'm so bored. My life has little to no meaning. Yeah, that's actually the perfect person to recommend <laughs> this to, I think, right? Yeah. it's, it's so directed. It's so focused, right? Concrete goal. Yes, exactly. And it's like, it's not the person that's like, Jen, I'm so out of shape. What can I, how do I like get healthy? Because this is... It's not really going to make you healthy, I don't think. Or maybe, who knows, maybe you'll be like, my pulling arm's got to get stronger. I'd be able to fire 20 arrows in 10 seconds. Man, can you imagine, by the way, people who can load those arrows up? It takes a really long time for me to load the arrow. Yeah, I kept messing it up. It was hard. Like, it would impotently sort of swing off. Yeah. You don't really look cool (laughs) doing it for a few times. You feel super cool when you're pulling the bow back and then... And you're, you're thinking you're Katniss, and then suddenly, yeah, you look in the arrows, like, pointing over your <laughs> left shoulder. You're like, whoopsies. Not cool. But definitely a fun activity. Maybe to supplement your fitness. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, why would you ever do this? I liked it, yeah. but if I wasn't doing a podcast where I did, like, funny, weird exercise style things, I don't think I would ever do it. Right. And I would go back like with you if you asked me, but I wouldn't, I'm not going to go out of my way to go back. Oh, really? No. You didn't, you didn't love it that much? No, I did. But it's the kind of thing where it's like, okay, I did that. That was fun. Even though you're a natural, Bianca? I mean, You could be maybe, an Olympian. Maybe I, if, I, if I could get coached and, you know, have people complimenting me all the time on how just naturally skilled I was, then maybe. I think Derek would do that for you. He would yeah. coach you. <laughs> he seemed sick shine. <laughs> he seemed to be into my bullseye, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I do think it's like along the lines of pottery. Yes. Okay. Now we're getting to it. <laughs> Now, Which also that guy in the Pacific Northwest might also do. He definitely. He has a wheel. Mm-hmm. He throws. He throws. And he makes, or he does glass blowing. Oh, for mm. sure. Which is like. He sounds great. Pottery for dangerous people. Whoa. 
That's their who smoke weed tagline. Yes. yes. Hell yeah. Whoa. Oh, see now I want to do a glass blowing class with you. But <laughs> what is there to say? I guess it's not for fitless. It's for craftless. Some <laughs> other podcast. Some other one. If you guys want to start it, there's your first episode. <laughs> We'd be happy to be guests. Yeah. We'll learn. Um. So yeah, I think. That's, we about covered it. I, I guess, yeah. I, I felt so much when we left the place, but it turns out I don't have much to say about it. Which yeah, is, you doesn't were make so for great enthusiastic. Patio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, do, I don't know why. It just seemed super fun. I think just having a target to shoot at and having it be so definitive, like, you succeeded. You failed. And, yeah. you know, you can succeed to different degrees. Yeah, it feels really good when you get a good grouping. Right? Which you did quite a lot of. And looking through a site. And Jen was really good at it, too. And you did hit a bullseye. Kind of. I, I hit the center circle. Yeah. I think. Which but not counts. Not quite as bulls. That was a fluke, obviously. That was amazing. I don't care. I love it. You were like, <laughs> front desk guy. <laughs> I made everyone in the place look at it. <laughs> You're like, right here. Attention. <laughs> I did it. We got a bullseye. Can we go home now? <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> um, I was hungry, by the way. I came back totally starving. Yeah, I don't know what too. happened. Maybe archery is exercise because I was extremely tired and extremely hungry. Hey, maybe. I don't know. We should maybe have had weird to been it. wearing some kind of a monitor. <sighs> for future eps. Um, Bianca, I have a question for you. Yeah. It's a question I've been asking various friends okay. recently. And I'm going to rephrase it for you because of who you are. And it is, what, if you had to be a professional athlete, what sport would you choose? Oh, I love this question. Thank you so much for asking. Um, definitely, without hesitation, I would be a baseball player. Whoa. I love baseball players. <laughs> <laughs> And I love baseball mm -hmm. because, and I'll tell you why, I already have the reasons locked and loaded. Number one, you can have any body type and be a baseball player. There are True. really skinny, tall baseball players, and there are really short, fat baseball players yep. and everything in between. Number two, all baseball players have great butts, okay. really nice squishy perky butts yeah for guys i guess you're right and a strong lower body yeah. i think is very um something i want for myself mm -hmm. number three whoa there's a lot of chatting that yeah. happens in baseball <laughs> half the time you're just sitting with your friends on a bench chatting and watching baseball it's pretty awesome half the time that you're playing it you're watching it mm -hmm. that is so fun <laughs> number four you can eat snacks while you play baseball <laughs> professionally that is so amazing and spit the shells wherever you want spit wherever you want number five you can still partake in tobacco products while you play baseball professionally True. on tv <laughs> And everyone is fine with it. Well, not everyone. There's been some controversy. They're trying to get it out of the really? stadiums. The chaw? Dip. It, like, you know, influences young people, whatever. Full disclosure, I've done dip. And, um, 
you know, mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but it was great. Oh, really? Yeah. It tasted good? I I enjoyed it. But it didn't become, it, it didn't stick? No. No. Why not? Do you figure? Because it's like kind of gross. I would do it like if I was writing a paper in college. Yeah. I would do it and really be able to focus. Um. So yeah, definitely baseball. Damn. It, I... I don't know why. I thought you would struggle to answer this. Usually I ask my friends if, if you could be a professional, whatever. But I figured you would be like, do I have to cheer? I don't know why I thought that. No, email. of You're course. You're a huge fan. I love. That's a good choice. What would you pick? Wait, and you know what else about baseball? The, um, the, um, all the dugout time. I actually pitched an article to someone recently about um, all the pranks that have happened throughout the history of baseball. So many fun Amazing. pranks. Amazing. There also, are so many good ones. There are songs associated with baseball yeah there's a special part of every baseball game where everybody gets up and stretches because it's like seventh inning yeah you've been sitting for oh, so long really literally yeah i didn't know that i knew the term seventh inning stretch but that's what that's it's about when you get up and stretch like if you're a baseball player sitting in the dugout no or if you're anybody. everybody in the, in the stadium <laughs> is that where the wave accidentally someone was like oh it's the seventh inning oh it's the seventh inning oh yeah the, the wave is yeah. amazing it is pretty amazing yeah so definitely it would be baseball for me and i think that really fits with my personality it does. because it's very little effort and it's also though it would capitalize on your accuracy skills accuracy seriously you'd be amazing thanks do it bianca <laughs> Plus, A League of Their Own is a great movie. True. Um, what would you pick? While. I just picked tennis. And my answer is because I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I get, maybe I have to give this more thought. Because I asked my friend Ben, shout out, Ben, um, this question. And he was like, without hesitation, he said, golf. And I was like, you don't play golf? And he's like, no. But any sport I love would become ruined by having to do it professionally. I think that, I hope I'm not misquoting him if he's listening to this. And, uh, and that you just get to chill out and be in the great outdoors and work on your accuracy. And those are all good reasons, I think. And then you can still go do, well, can you? I guess if you're a professional golfer, you can't really go play tennis and basketball and whatever else you yeah, like to do. sure you can. Can you? Do you have time for that? Cross-training. Honestly, you have to. professional golfers make so much money if they're good. And golf doesn't take that long takes a day what are they doing for the rest of the time oh, practicing no. golf i thought so what do i, I mean know? i don't know i feel like it's one of those things where once you're good at it you're just i don't know i have no idea <laughs> yeah i don't actually i would like to play a round of golf have you ever done that no we should do <gasps> that that would be really fun maybe it can be like the anniversary episode and all your guests we can all go play a giant <gasps> round of golf that's so fun isn't it fun yeah my stepdad plays golf semi-constantly and oh, really? he loves it you know he's <laughs> obsessed with the accuracy thing yeah he might like archery yeah if you're into although accuracy being outside and walking around and also i think the social aspect of golf would make it fun tennis i i can see tennis for you because it's very intense mm -hmm. and um focused you to run around a lot. and you run around a lot and, and it's you, acrobatic and crazy and you can key eye I, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think I might be confusing how much I love watching tennis. I mean, I do love playing it, but like watching pro, like I, I watched, did you watch World Series last night? No, I didn't. But, I just followed it on my phone. Oh, you did? Cool. 
hooray Cubs? Sure. Yeah. I would have been happy for the Indians too. Yeah. Um, Anyway, but watching like team sports is really fun and interesting in a certain way, but watching tennis is like the fact that it's just one person versus one person. It has this like gladiator kind of quality. Totally. Warrior thing. And it's so about that person's individual psychology and I'm very into psychology as you know and I think uh yeah it's just this cool window into their world everything you get to know about them as you read obsessively yeah that's kind that's kind of true I just think if it was going to be my profession I would want it to have more of a social aspect which (laughs) I feel like you really get with baseball you've thought this through I have a lot (laughs) But I think also basketball would be fun. It is hard. It's probably more strenuous than baseball in certain ways. But like basketball players always have like the best sort of off-court personalities, it seems like. Basketball or, players? Yeah, they have like a lot of fun. Baseball players too, but it's a little bit more buttoned up maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I, I still pick baseball. I think you're 100%. right. I think the baseball crew is pretty fun. I know. Yeah. No, I think that's a good choice. Well done. Yeah. That's so- the most well-supported answer I've gotten yet <laughs> in my survey <laughs> by a factor of six And the, it doesn't, baseball doesn't discriminate against like giant men, really skinny men, yeah. short, yeah. tall. I think they're probably all tall, but... It's funny, a tall athlete versus a pretty tall athlete. The pretty tall athlete always looks tiny. Mm-hmm. Like you'd be watching a basketball game where like, oh, that guy's so little. He's 6'3". You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, great question. Um, if anyone listening has an answer that they want to share, you could leave it in a review on the um, Fitless page on iTunes. Um, that's a little trick to get you to leave a review. (laughs) Did it work? I don't know. Um, okay. So basically we're not going to do, does this count as exercise? Because the whole episode was was that. Does this count as exercise? Yeah. We don't want to kill it. Um, archery, does it count as exercise? No. so much. Not so much. In the same way that throwing on a pottery wheel does. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or painting. Yeah, so it counts as a hobby. Yeah. And a really fun one. And you might get a big left deltoid or right deltoid. From that's it. your bow holding? Yeah, I think it, I think so. From like the top, I think that's a deltoid. I might have misspoken. The top of your shoulder? Yeah. Those might get a little bit buff because yeah. I'm going to be sore tomorrow. I can yeah. Feel. Even though we only shot 40? I don't know. 50. I lost count after my bullseye. I don't blame you. <laughs> Um, oh yeah. And then we did a challenge and, um, Derek tried to get me to shoot an arrow through a ping pong ball that was really far away. I was like, this is like a carnival game, Derek. It's not, (laughs) this is rigged. It's rigged. Mm -hmm. Um, so I didn't do it. And I said, I lost, but then he gave me a tote bag anyway, which I wanted more than a t-shirt. So it really worked out well. You won. That was amazing. Um, it was a great experience. It was a great experience. I'd recommend everybody go. It was fun. Yeah. And then go do rowing or gaga people dance. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any final words to the listener, Jen? Man, I don't think so. But oh. uh, thanks for having me. Thank you for 
doing it. Awesome to be here. I'm so excited that we did that. It was so fun. Um, thank you for listening, as always. Thank you to Bill Wadman, mm-hmm. tech guru. Um, is guru problematic term? If somebody is like so. your tech guru, oh. is that appropriation? I think it's like colloquial enough for right. long enough that well, it's okay. In any event, if you're offended by that, I'm sorry. And um, he's a tech advisor. There you go. And <laughs> I don't know. Um, and thank Wizard. you to um, Derek at Archery. And thank you to the front desk guy who looked at my bullseye and the other guy who had green hair who was filling up <laughs> balloons for people to um, shoot their arrows at. And thank you to all the men of the Pacific Northwest who are into glass blowing. Yep. And thank you to all of the men who play baseball. Yes, mostly them. Yeah. And that's it. I love you. Bye-bye. I love you. Bye-bye.